Welcome back, everybody, to Been There, Watch That. It is 2022, and we are back for... We had a bit of a break. We had... How long have we been out? A couple, two weeks? Two weeks, yeah. And a little bit of holiday. This, this was a pick I did before the Christmas break from 1988, Die Hard. May or may not be a Christmas movie. That's a big debate watching <laughs> out there. Yeah, we will get in discussion on that. <laughs> and oh, so Christmas is coming and gone. Happy New Year's. Everybody had a good break? Pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's always, it's weird. The holidays are, are two or three different things all at once. I'm sure you guys have had some semblances as well, but it's always hectic. You know, last minute scramble to finish up presents or whatever you end up doing or making food or, you know, who knows what goes on at everybody's holidays, but... You know, always a mad scramble, always, you Organized know. Organized chaos. Yeah, <laughs> rushing around. But then you also have the the mystical time of, you know, it's Christmas and everybody, all the little kids are just so caught up in it. And Joe, I know you have a, a little one that I assume still does the Santa Christmas deal, maybe? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like we had Santa down, down the hall here and, you know, just such a magical time. Uh, especially if you have little kids, but even you know I have teenagers and they still kind of like to just say hey it's Christmas morning and you know, and looking at the new year and all the promise. So, then you know, and, you know then you have the letdown. You're like crap, I gotta go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> just so, a little shot so, of reality. So three things tied into one two week deal. There yes. it goes from uh, elation to just man, that's just mean. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, welcome to 2022. Well, I, I put it out to the last minute. I just watched Die Hard last night. What about Did you guys? Did you really? No, really? I've, I've seen it before, and I watched it. Uh, I watched it early. I was planning on because we were originally trying to sneak us in before the Christmas break, and it just didn't happen. But uh, yeah, I watched it a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I did too. And, and so I was kind of off my game last night when I was doing my notes. I was like, okay, I got to think back now the <laughs> what I watched. But still, I thought it was on Netflix originally, but they must have taken it off. I had to go to Prime to watch it. I think that's I watched it on Prime. I don't remember which where I I might have watched it on Prime too. I don't remember. Huh. Anyway, yeah. So die hard. <laughs> Yippee Kaye. <laughs> I'm gonna say guys hold on stop. Because we'll have to put an explicit on this episode if you guys go do the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. That's one thing I noticed. I'm like, geez, there's a lot of F bombs flying around in this movie. Yeah. I mean, you know, back in the day it was okay. Yeah. But still not as many as they do in movies now, because now they just do it just to be doing it. I mean, they're, it, this is one of those where I'm not necessarily saying it's okay, but it makes sense. It, it kind of make it. It's almost justifiable versus nowadays in a lot of these movies. They'll just drop it just because they can. Well, I'll just come out and say it. I think it's a Christmas movie. That's where I'm coming down. Okay, so we're, it has we're a lot of Christmas to it. <laughs> Okay. Hold on. Did we even do the background yet? No. We're getting ahead. <laughs> well, I, I Come just, on. Just a new year. Exciting, we already though. forgot the format. I'm put my cards on the table. Ah, right on. <laughs> Come yeah, on Joe. now. All right. So, all right, Joe. All right. So here's the rundown and casting call. Yeah. So the rundown. NYPD cop John McClain goes to a Christmas vacation <clears throat> to visit his wife Holly in Los Angeles, where she works for a Nakatomi Corporation. While they are at the Nakatomi headquarters for a Christmas party, a group of robbers led by Hans Gruber take control of the building and hold everyone hostage, with the exception of John, while they plan to perform a lucrative heist. Unable to escape with no immediate police response, John is forced to take matters into his own hands. So for the casting call, we have Bruce Willis as John McClane, and he's known for Pulp Fiction and The Sixth Sense. Alan Rickman plays Hans Gruber, and he's known for Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, Harry Potter, and A Deathly Hallows Part Two. Reginald Vell Johnson plays Sergeant Al Powell, and he's known for Ghostbusters and Family Matters, which I thought was interesting. Here we have uh, uh, Mr. Vell Johnson playing a cop in a movie, and his most famous role is plays a cop on a on a sitcom i, I just because as soon as i was like that's carl winslow wait he's a cop yeah. <laughs> paul gleason plays dwayne t johnson he's known for the breakfast club trading places and not another teen movie uh, uh devoro white plays argyle he's known for the blues brothers which you can go back and listen to in our archives episode number 16 ah justin's on the ball yeah Clarence 
Gilliard Jr. plays Theo. He's known for Walker, Texas Ranger, Top Gun, and Left Behind the Movie. Uh, Joey Plua plays Alexander, and he's known for Roadhouse and My Wife and Kids. And Al Leong plays Yuli. He's known for Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures, Lethal Weapon, and Big Trouble in Little China. John McClane's wife. Sorry, did you mention... No, I did not mention her. And the only reason I did not mention her was when I went looked at her IMDb. The other movies she had been known for was movies I'd really heard of. But let me pull her up real quick. Uh, Die Hard. Here we go. Because that's kind of what I based off of is other stuff that they've been in that I've either seen or, or heard of. Here we go. Bonnie Bedelia. And she's known for Die Hard 2, uh, Presumed Innocent, and Heart Like a Will. Huh. That is our casting call. Wow. You know, crazy stuff. And I'm sure we'll get into this later, but I didn't realize Bruce Willis was originally a comedy guy. Yeah, really? Either. He was in Moonlighting with Sybil Shepherd as a comedy deal. I mean, how, what's that all about? Couldn't prove it to me. That's why, I, yeah, I mean, because this is the first movie I remember seeing him in. Yeah. And I just assumed he was an action guy. Yes, yeah, so between all these movies and The Expendables and Ocean's 12, you wouldn't think... Yeah, I'll try using Ocean's 12. Yeah, I... I huh. Although he's done he's done com- comedies, I just always... I'm like you, I'm like, I always picture him as the action guy. Well, see, I, I saw him in Hudson Hawk. I kind of remember that, 1991. He did Luke Who's Talking in 1989. That's right, I forgot. I completely forgot about that. <coughs> Yeah, he did all. Yeah, Last Man Standing, where he's a '30s mobster. <coughs> Mercury Rising, 1988, where he's a policeman. He did The Kid. He did Twelve Monkeys, 1995. I don't know. I mean, he did the whole Nine Yards, where he was a mobster there too, which was kind of funny, but you know, huh? I mean, the rest of his movies are are action. So Last Boy Scout, he was a policeman. Done a lot of policeman deals. Yeah, I've always known him as he's kind of stuck in that one. Yeah, Red uh, One, Red Two. That one like super gruff kind of role he plays. Just yeah. A total. Yeah. Armageddon. Total, yeah. Yeah, Armageddon. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Armageddon's probably his biggest, I would say. And then of course all the diehards. But I mean, my gosh, he you know this yeah. role kind of cemented him into that niche. Yeah. So He's made like the most of it. Five different diehards? Five or six? This is the original? Uh, I don't know how many there are. Let me look here. Talk. Like Fifth Element. You know, he was a government agent again. The Sixth Sense was kind of out of his normal. But, you did know. you ever see uh, Looper, Dave? I did not. I thought that was pretty good. It's him and uh, jo- uh, Gordon-Levitt, that guy. Hmm. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, there are five diehard movies. Yeah. yeah, he's born in Germany. Really? Yeah. With huh. a vengeance. Born Live in Germany, With a vengeance. A good day to die hard. Been married twice. Huh. Emma Willis and Demi Moore. Have you guys seen like any of the sequels? Um, I've seen that. Maybe with the second one doesn't seem familiar, but the one with Samuel L. Jackson does seem familiar. Are, are they worth watching? The Samuel L. Jackson one's kind of funny. Okay. But because they they have to do a series of riddle solving. Yeah. So that made it interesting to me. Okay. Hmm. Otherwise, it was kind of silly, but like I the, this the one premise was, was silly. Kind of silly at times. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and apologize now for this pick. But I didn't guys, think it was bad. No. If you guys liked it, then all right. Yeah. I mean, you've had some bummers before. The whole Mad Max fiasco, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Devereux White, though. And the quarterback is toast. <laughs> That's his most famous line ever. Huh. Interesting cast. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, Die Hard. It, it's, I've seen it. I watched it back in the day on VCR and kind of, you know. Yeah, this was my first viewing. Yeah. So, for me, it was familiar. Mm-hmm. And I did see some stuff. Again, just going through and, and looking at it from a perspective of now I'm critiquing it versus... You're just watching it for fun, and uh, I was like, interesting, because 
you know, missed some stuff that I hadn't thought about before. Like you said, Justin, I, I agree. A little bit of silliness there that they kind of tucked in to a action movie, which you don't One always see. Yeah. A little bit eye rolling, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but, and there's a couple of things that stood out to me, which is, I thought was funny, but yeah. Were you entertained? Were you entertained? <laughs> Aurelius. Now, this was rather interesting. The Nakatomi Plaza yeah. is the headquarters of 20th Century Fox. Yeah, I saw that. And they actually had people, it became such a tourist attraction, they had to actually get people, people you know, go in front of the building and, and take pictures and all that. So they actually uh, have forced people to stop doing that. I don't know how they did that back in the 90s, but they actually made people not stop in front of the building and take pictures. Huh. Boy, isn't that nice of them. But the company charged itself rent for the use of the then unfinished building. So they owned the building, but yeah, they still charged themselves rent <laughs> to use it. I oh, don't yeah. know how that yeah. works. but Well, you know, you got to have some slush money fund. That's true. Fund well, you, come your around. casting call, Joe, made me realize, oh yeah, that's where I'd seen Alan Rickman, the Harry Potter. Okay, yeah, oh, yeah, Frank Professor Harry. Snipe. Yeah. I was, during watching the movie, I was like, where the heck have I seen this? Yeah, Al or Al Leong, the the guy played Yuli. I I seen him. I was like, I wonder if he was Genghis Kong from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And sure enough, he was. I was like, I I know. And then of course, uh, Clarence Gilliard uh, played Theo. I was like, that's um, Texas Ranger guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What what was his character's name on on that? I never watched it. I was like, yeah, that's that's him. (laughs) I'm not a fan of Chuck Norris. He did not go ahead. A very rich knucklehead, though. He is a rich knucklehead. <laughs> that does still keeps him as a knucklehead. So right. <laughs> anyway. And yes, I have seen his old karate movies. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> anyway. All right, so back to where we were. So did anything stand out for you? Were you guys, you know, what what scene, like, captured the, the moment for you? And you're like, oh, yes. Oh, wow. Hmm. Nothing? Well, his feet were all cut up. That was pretty gnarly. Oh yeah, that was. Yeah. Bad. Bruce Willis has gone on to, on to say that he he still gets squeamish whenever he sees that part of his character that pulls the glass yeah. out of his foot. What I don't understand is when Hans Gruber's sitting there and he's like, "Shoot the glass," because he said it in a different language, which I assume is German, in which they were all talking in German. But apparently, the one guy he was talking to didn't understand German, so he had to say it in English. I was like, "Time out, what?" <laughs> anyway. <laughs> But yeah, yeah neat, the subtitles neat would just say German. Like it wouldn't say what. Oh, uh, really? I didn't have any subtitles. So. Really? It's like maybe they're just talking gibberish, <laughs> and it's supposed to sound like German. But. Well, I did see where all the the terrorists in in real life only like half of them really understood German, and maybe the other half <laughs> yeah. only spoke like broken German at yeah. best. That yeah. might just be why it says German. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's hard to tell what they're saying. <laughs> it's kind of neat though. So, so the glass and foot in the glass deal part that stands out to me is the whole setting of like the lobby or their their office complex i guess with Mm -hmm. the waterfall and all that jazz that's really nice to have on you know like a whatever 30th floor of a building yeah (laughs) i was pretty impressed yeah you know back in the day that kind of wasn't common but man was it nice looking oh yeah what a lobby and then they tore it up (laughs) but that and i liked al you know his buddy al yeah Al the pal. Yeah. I thought he was funny and played a good role, and I liked his one-liners here and there. But. I could have swore at one point John McClane gets, like, shot right, right in the back. Like, they do one of those, like... Quick shots. Things where... Yeah, he got shot. Kind of like an explosive. But then later, it's just... Oh, yeah. Some blood wiped on him. There's no, like... He's all healed up. There's no wound or anything. I'm Welcome like, to movie oh, magic. What the heck? Yeah. yeah the, the well, they got his foot. He's walking around. Yeah. I mean, if you had that much glass in your foot, man, you'd be... Yeah. I mean, you got to do what you got to do to stay alive, but it's like the end of the movie when they're walking out front. And the other part of that is, my God, could he not find some shoes somewhere? Tie something on your feet. I mean, you know, there's, he was yeah. at a construction site. That's yeah. A, there's got to be something you can duct tape on your feet. choice they made with him, like, running around shirtless. It was kind of neat how they tied it in, though. Like, the guy on the airplane foreshadowing that a little bit. Yeah. Take your toes, rub it on the carpet, you know, and that'll yeah. help you. So that's how he ends up with no shoes, so they can play back to that glass-in-the-foot scene later. 
where he's got glass in his foot, so he's dragging himself through the hallway like his leg's been blown off. <laughs> What'd you think of the main bad guy? Hans you Gruber. Think he played it well or? I did. I was a little like when he finds him looking at the explosives. I was, I was a little torn about that, and I see that they have to have that personal interaction. But yeah, I mean, why is that guy looking to double check the explosives? If I mean, I understand the one guy got killed, but you know, you got minions for that. And he'd been talking to him on the radio the whole time. Yeah, yeah. and then his like, his fake him, accent. Trick him and say, "Hey, I'm Bill" or whatever. Yeah, that was so, weird. Yeah, different deal. But <laughs> that was that was one of the weirdest parts to me. About yeah, their little weird interaction there for a minute or two. Now I did, I think it was well deserved. The guy that tried to squeal out John, and they, they brought him in the office and. Here, get on there, and, and he just starts spilling his guts. And I was like, you know what? When, when they finally offed him, I was like, you know what? That was well-deserved. You you deserved every bit of that. You are a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, they were setting him up to... Yeah, it's as long as you knew it was going to happen. Yeah. They were just going to use it what yeah. they need you for, then they were going to get rid of you. And so I was like, you deserved that. You was dumb, and you just played right into it. Yeah, they were setting that guy up as kind of a sleazeball the whole time, like... Yeah, My just, dad said early on, he's like, how long do you think this guy's going to survive? <laughs> like, eh, not real long. Well, he survived longer than I yeah, thought he would. <laughs> but did you know in 2007, Bruce Willis donated John McClane's undershirt to the Smithsonian Museum? Really? Yeah. Isn't that kind of crazy that a movie prop becomes a Smithsonian item? Well, this movie was actually selected for, for preservation in the National Film Registry by the Library of Congress in 2017 for being... Culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant. Hmm. <laughs> At one point, there's like a shootout, and there's like a little doll of Santa on somebody's yeah. desk, and it just gets like shredded. Yeah. <laughs> I got a kick out of that. that so. Bruce Willis wasn't like in the top ten choices for this movie. Oh, I know. I've got a list of would you yeah, rather. Yeah, yeah. Go. Yeah, let's do that. Cause, okay. I, mean, I was amazed at that. I, some of them on there, I'm just like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Who put him and put them in front of Bruce? Yeah, Willis? I have a would you rather for John McClane and Holly. Okay. Let it so, rip. So John McClane, first option, Robert De Niro. Definitely not. I was gonna say from the toughness, I could see it, but I just nah, can't really. see him being as at, being running that around. Agile. He's not as athletic, right? Richard Gere, same thing. Not as athletic. Sylvester, he's a pretty boy. I mean, he's a pretty woman. Yeah, I just yeah, going off. He's yeah. never played a tough guy role. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone. No, nope, too brutish. I was gonna say I think he'd be too. He wouldn't end up in a yeah. No, he's you know yeah. coming off Rambo. That's crazy. right. Harrison Ford. We're getting closer, though, at least with him than the other. Yeah. Harrison Ford, I could see. Yeah, Harrison yeah. Ford. Yeah. He played Blade Runner, and, you know, yeah, he, he's got that roguish cop-type attitude. Yeah. He could yeah. do it. And he's athletic. Mel Gibson. <laughs> Lethal Weapon, man. Maybe. When Maybe. did Lethal Weapon happen? It was, right, it was around that time. I mean, he'll always be Lethal Weapon. Right. 1987, when was this one? 88. So, I mean, he was in the middle of Lethal Weapon and kind of had that role, so... He probably could have pulled it off, but I don't think he has the same sarcasm that Bruce Willis carries. Yeah. But he could have pulled it off. In my See, I've not watched Lethal Weapon either, so that's another one. I've... What? Yeah. What? I, that is on my list. Lethal oh, Weapon's on my list. Oh, my gosh, Joe. <laughs> How have you not seen Lethal Weapon? I don't know. It, it slipped through the cracks. That's got to be your next pick. <laughs> Anyway, okay, yeah, I could see Mel Gibson. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Definitely not. No, I mean, because I, I can He's see... got a German accent, well, or Austrian, but... Well, my thoughts are, he just picked the first terraces up, rip his arm with it, and just yeah, beat the I other mean, guys with the arm. he's commando all over <laughs> yeah. him, you know. Yeah, too no. big, way too big. I'll be back. Yeah. Uh, Clint Eastwood. No, too old. Charles Bronson. Definitely too old. Don Johnson. Too soft. Richard Dean Anderson. Don't know who that is, but no. Okay, hold on, let me, <laughs> let me look him up. I don't know who you are, but I don't like you. <laughs> what was his name? Richard Dean Anderson. Okay. Uh oh, MacGyver. MacGyver. Oh my gosh, MacGyver for real. Hey, he's better than MacGruber. <laughs> what? MacGruber? I don't even know what that is, but okay. Okay, MacGruber. That's a spinoff. MacGruber was a Saturday Night Live skit making fun of MacGyver. Oh, boy. And on Peacock, they've actually made a series called MacGruber. Uh, no, not MacGyver. He's not too MacGyver. nice looking. Uh, 
Okay. This role was really sarcastic the whole way around just because of the marriage problems and, you know. Right. <clears throat> dealing with him, an East Coast cop coming out to the West Coast. Yep. You kind of had to have that. You had to be a, a, a New York City cop, you know, mm-hmm. with that built-in sarcasm, that chip on your shoulder. And then Bruce yeah. Willis exemplified that. Okay, now this one, I had no idea where they was going with this one. Burt Reynolds. Oh, gosh. No way. Burt Reynolds had been like 60 at the time. Well, I'm just thinking... He's too old. Of all the, the nice. lineup nice of movies he's done, yeah, I just can't see him doing this. John Travolta. No. Michael Madsen. Don't know who that is either. Uh, Reservoir Dogs, Heel Bill, Volume 2, The Hated Eight. Oh, he's too old, too. I mean, there's no way a 60-year-old man could pull off all this stuff. You know, Bruce Willis is kind of in a sweet spot. High 30s, low 40s. Well, he's 64 now. He's 64 now. He's, he's 64 now. That guy is? Yeah, Michael Madsen, yeah. Okay, he seems older. Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds born in 1936. He'd have been in his high 50s. Can you believe that? Burt Reynolds born in 1936? The yeah. Bandit? The Bandit was 1977. And see, that's when, when I hear Burt Reynolds, that's what, I'm thinking The Bandit. I'm not thinking, yeah. yeah, bad guy. Okay, so yeah, he... So, I mean, back then, if he was... 20 years younger, yeah, Burt Reynolds probably could have pulled it off. But I don't know. He's still that guy that's got the the big laugh and, you know, right. that boyish smile. And see, I, I just can't... Nah, he couldn't be that role. He can't be a New York City cop. Right. Michael Madsen was Mr. Blonde in Reservoir Dogs. Dude, they all had me. I don't even know who Mr. Pink was. But I'll just give you an idea. So he so he pulled off the role in that, so... Yeah, maybe then. Maybe. I don't know. I'm, I was just super happy with Bruce Willis. I just oh, thought I was he had too, that, yeah. I don't think he had to change his voice. I don't think he had to change kind of like his natural sarcasm. He just kind of had to show up. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe he wasn't a first pick. So, for... Okay, so moving on to Holly. Uh, we have Linda Hamilton. Let me look her up. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Is this that important of a role, though? She didn't have, like, any super staple lines or anything terribly important. Well, she was in Terminator. Yeah. Part of, like, at one point, one, one of her co-workers tells John, like, oh, your your wife is tough as nails, so it kind of foreshadows that yeah. she's going to be, like, going head-to-head a little bit with the yeah. main bad guy. But it's pretty short-lived, her actual... Yeah, her presence is not center. super important, so, yeah. in my mind. I mean, I feel like she had to be... got to be a little tough, though. A yeah. little tough coming from New York City, making it in the West Coast by herself, you know. So yeah, she had to be tough, but she couldn't just be a ball of tears in the corner when right when, all this when it's all went down. Yeah. People were looking to her to step up a little bit. Her coworkers. Yeah, I think she she had to be pretty, but not terribly pretty. Yeah, you know. Huh. What about uh, Gina Gina Davis? Definitely not. She smiles too much. <laughs> Deborah Winger. Deborah Winger. I'm looking her up. Maybe. I mean, again, I, th- I feel like there's more room for that role. Yeah. To have a, a more general calling. Right. Okay, now this one, I'm going to see where this one goes. Michelle Pfeiffer. Definitely not. And when, as soon as I seen that, I was like, no way. Yeah, no, nah, she's too soft. Yeah. Too nice. Yeah. Now this one, I could see doing this one. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis. I can see that. She's got a little edge to her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with the Halloween movies and all yeah. that, I think she could I she think they had the, it off. You'd have to match up the age. That might be a little bit of an issue. I don't know. Though. How old? I don't know how what she would look like in 1987. Well, uh, I mean, yeah. She's probably that age. Yeah, she would have fit in pretty well. Okay, because she'd have to be right in that same age group, you know, high 30s, low 40s. Right. So, yeah, she would have okay. been... What about Hans Gruber? You got any Hans Gruber what-ifs? No, no. I only could find for Holly, and I have three left on Holly. All right, sorry. Holly, uh, Holly it is. Car- Carrie Fisher. Princess nah, Leia. She's Princess Leia, man. You can't do that. <laughs> can't do it to pr- Princess no, Leia. gosh, no. Okay, Kirstie Alley. No. Uh, as soon as I... No. No. No, I, I remember her from Cheers, so no. Yeah, there's... and she played in a couple comedy movies, you know, but no. Oh, yeah, because she did Look Who's Talking. Yeah. So, yeah, there's... And last, but certainly not least, uh, K- 
Kelly McGillis. She was in Top Gun. Yeah. Um, maybe. I'll maybe. say maybe. I don't know enough about her because I've only seen her in Top Gun. Hans Gruber, I thought, was nailed nailed it by Alan Rickman, though. Oh, yeah. Perfect. And then the same thing with uh, Alexander Godov, God, Godinov, who played Carl. I thought he was perfect. Long blonde hair. Yep. You know, just had that look about him like, yeah, I'm going to kill somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, you know, he played that great. Is that the guy that he had, like, the fight scene with? Yeah, the, yeah, with hung in, and then he came yeah. back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, him coming back, that was pretty ridiculous. He just pops up like a zombie at the very end. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, he was a ballet guy. Really? Yeah, he defected to the United States in 1979. He was a Russian... Uh, Balashi Ballet. He's a troops premier Donna Shore. And uh, then he became an actor. Well, we got to know, Joe, did Cena watch and did she hate it or like it? Well, let's put it this way. When I was working on my notes last night, it was discussed over the weekend. I told her, I said, i got to get my notes ready for the show. She said, you know, I'm willing to watch it again. To, to, so she loved it. All right. Really? Yeah. Definitely not one you'd watch with kids. No, 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 no. We made sure Sadie was in bed for yeah. quite a while before we cr- <laughs> cranked this one on. Because yep. I, I told her, I said, I know what the tagline is in this movie. So, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so so is now a good spot for for Justin's question of the day? You bet, yeah. The question you threw out at the beginning. Oh, yes. Is it a Christmas movie? Is it a Christmas movie? And I'm going to preface this with Bruce Willis says it's not. Well, I mean, it happens at Christmas time, so that makes me think it's the only tie it has to Christmas. Yeah. Because otherwise, I mean, it's... Here's the hard part for me. Okay. Generally, you own... All Christmas movies have tons of Christmas props, snow, you know, blah, right. blah, blah. Right. Like the Christmas music playing in the background. So I think it makes this movie appear to be a Christmas movie because it's at Christmas time. Right. But they don't actually, like, Christmas doesn't play a major role in it other than he's coming to see his family at Christmas. Christmas. Right. So, But you have the Christmas music in the background. You got well, and it's props. A, and it's a Christmas party. Yeah, gets, that's what I'm saying. It, it's kind of revolving around that holiday, but the theme's not, oh, you know, here comes Santa and that's what we're about. Right. They throw it in a lot, though. Oh, they do. I the mean, ho, it's ho, ho, I've got a machine gun. And yep. Was, he he uses Christmas time. packing tape to strap the gun on his back. Yeah. Some of the one-liners, it just throws in some, like, Christmas-type themes sometimes, yeah. too. Yeah. But we, it's on Christmas weekend, so. Yeah, how could so, how could you not? Yeah, 20, 20th Century Fox Studios, had for the 30th anniversary, said this was the greatest Christmas movie ever made. And we all seen this. Because every time I turned on my TV, uh, I was beat over the head with the advertisements. When in the last 12 months have you seen Die Hard being advertised as a streamable movie? In the month of December. Really? Oh, yeah. All the platforms had it. Because every time I turned my TV on, I'd get an ad on my Roku that says, Watch Die Hard on here or over here or over here. It's like on this. And then one would say, Hey, you can get all of them over here. So it was just one thing after another of... Everybody had Die Hard available. So Bruce Willis says no. Right here on this show, we've done Christmas Vacation and Home Alone. Both of those, most people probably consider Christmas movies, even though Home Alone is a little questionable too. Okay, so that 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 was my. So Justin, I want to see what you're where you're at on this, and I want to then I'll give my my mm-hmm. thoughts. So we're Christmas movie or not? I think it's the same camp as. Die Hard that yeah it happens to be around Christmas the the events are unfolding but yeah I don't think it's a Christmas not movie Christmas movie in the same way that Christmas Vacation is right yeah absolutely. that's what I mean once you start looking at that's and I agree with that's what sways my opinion once you start looking at Christmas movies right. they're they're themed right by Christmas where this one's not it's an action movie and then other movies people the masses just have decided hey. We like watching this one around Christmas time. Right. Even though it's maybe not technically a Christmas movie. Right, right. So Dish Network 2016, they did a... They released their numbers, and there were more people watching Die Hard than some of the more classic ones. Like, it got... Huge. Really? 1.3 million people... Well, I mean, everybody's probably sick at Christmas by then. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, let's watch some action movie. (laughs) Well, I'm going to say... yippee ki I'm going to say that 
it is a unofficial Christmas movie. And here's my thoughts. Huh. It's right along the same path as Home Alone. Home Alone, the the baseline of Home Alone was nothing to do with Christmas. If you think about it, strip away the Christmas element. It was a kid that was left home alone while his family went on vacation. It just happened to be Christmas time. Yeah, and it just happened to be Christmas vacation when he gets left home. I and, agree. And I agree everybody, everybody agrees it's a Christmas movie. And it's basically a movie about a kid staying home alone and beating up bad guys. Yeah. John McClane held hostage in a building, beating up bad guys. And yep. it happens to be Christmas. So I'm going to say, I can, I'm not saying it is, but I can completely understand the justification of it being a Christmas movie. Yeah. yeah, it kind of gets the unofficial. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it is, but I, I see what you're saying. I agree with your point wholeheartedly. Yeah, but I'm gonna throw a big butt in there. But what do I know? <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying. But I, it's kind of like Home Alone. I mean, it, it this doesn't have that Christmas theme. It's right. Just happen chance when it's set. But, the same way, if you have a movie set like during Easter or during summer, doesn't mean it's a summer vacation movie. Right. Now, if you look at Summer Vacation with John Candy, or whatever that's called. You guys probably don't even know what I'm talking about. Nope. Summer Rental. Okay. Summer Rental is a John Candy movie that happens during the summertime, but okay. it's not a summer vacation movie necessarily. It's a comedy. Right. Yeah. yeah. But the way they've marketed it. Uh, well, I mean, they're going to market with, whatever. Right. Whatever but, they, you know. with, but it's working because when do you see Home Alone and Die Hard advertised? Yeah. Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Well, you know. Hmm. Okay. So, what do we decide? I'm saying no. Justin, are you no? Uh, Middle? Yeah, you gotta have an asterisk on it. I say yeah. a Christmas movie with an asterisk. And Joe, you're definitely a Christmas music movie. Sorry. Uh, I think I'm with Justin. I, it, it's it's, it hard, is, to, it's hard to say fully on, yes, definitely a Christmas movie, but it's, it's too close for it not to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean... All they needed was some guy in a Santa suit, and we had a Christmas movie. But I think if Santa Claus would have showed up, it would have made it a Christmas movie. But we was one Santa short. <laughs> well, the mask... well, I'll, well, I'll, well, I'll take it back. We did have Santa, but like Justin said, he blew up. <laughs> yeah. IGN did a poll. 23,000 people polled. Almost 78% said yes. Christmas movie. Oh, there my you go. gosh. The masses, which they aren't always all right. But the music's in there. The, I mean, there's plenty of scene where you can see a Christmas tree in the background. And, yeah, it's, oh, it's yeah. all over the place. Whatever. Well, and they're even using the Christmas, you know, tagline, ho, ho, ho. So, I mean, it's one of those, how can you not? <laughs> it's if not. You didn't it's want, an action movie, that's how. Okay, if you didn't want to make it, if you wanted to make it an action movie, you wouldn't have made that ho, ho, ho line in. Well, you had to have it take place somewhere. So it had, and at some time period. In oh, year. I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying. That's what I'm saying. They could have made it I'll like... I'll say it. I'm not afraid. They could have made the situation where this was their new location. Yeah, but I mean, how do you do... It, it's just an easy one to say, okay, he's on Christmas vacation. He's a cop. You know, how, what they, it's like a, being a teacher. You know, you only have a certain amount of days off at a certain time. Right. So that's his natural break, and why not throw a little bit of Christmas in there because it's easy to base a movie around that. Right. You know, your props are already made for you. Right. You know. Anyway, yeah, the tide may be shifting because that, that first poll was in like 2016 and 2021. Now it's, I mean, it's almost dead, dead even. Really? The newest poll that there you go. Got. See, they're coming my way. Yeah. <laughs> hey, a little, little sidebar. Uh, the Yippie Kaye line. Yeah. That was a, just a joke that Bruce Willis was throwing out to make the crew laugh, and they kept it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. So the the most famous what, line in the entire movie was was complete accident. Yeah, it was a joke. Yeah. What is that a reference? Is he when he's saying that? Is he quoting like a cowboy? Like yeah, from it's a cowboy? from back in the old western movies. Yeah. But yeah, and he lost a little bit of hearing from the movie as well because they were using real blanks and all the close up scenes. Oh yeah, some, that was some ear damage. Something I was gonna comment on that. The amount of gunfire and bullets being fired—totally <laughs> unrealistic. Oh like, my gosh, they would have had to four, pack in like suitcases of ammo. Four minutes yeah. straight of just like holding yeah. the trigger down. <laughs> and you know when uh, Alan Rickman's Hans Gruber's death scene at the end? Yeah. They had him strapped up there to another guy, and uh, and then they let him go on two so that he would 
get a real reaction out of him. Really? Yeah. So and they're like, all right, on three, we're going to drop you 20 feet to the airbag. You know, and so like one, two, and let him go. Oh. So he wasn't ready for it. And they got an honest reaction out of him, and they loved it. He wasn't thrilled, but they loved it. Well, I would be either if I was. <laughs> the one where they where he falls off the building. Yeah. 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 Oh. And great, then, great way to get the reaction though. Oh yeah, I mean, hey, you got to know that, isn't that? Well, he probably was nervous about it all, but yeah. And then John McClane, when he tumbles down the ventilation shaft, his uh, body double, stunt double guy, was supposed to grab the first vent, and he missed. And so they just they kept it because it looked so good. Yeah. Pretty, pretty neat how those little accidents, you know, kind of made stuff in the movie happen. But, uh, yeah, they had the, you know, the the view of the city from Die Hard. It's all, none of it's real. That was all a, a background painting that provided illusion. Those uh, FBI helicopters look kind of fake to me. Oh, God, yeah, flying through the city. Yes. Look like just models. Or... Yeah. <laughs> Something, they didn't, they kind of like, turn too quickly it's like they're on a track or a yeah yeah it's almost what you would expect out of the modern a modern you know helicopter uh, a, a military helicopter not not one in, in the uh, late 80s yeah man they they sure make like the chief of police guy a total dum-dum oh my gosh yeah like over the top it's like yeah. the guy who's in charge is an idiot but yeah the just the regular officer, he's like actually. Well, and the FBI agents ended up being knuckleheads too. Yeah. Yeah. Like the one guy, this brings me back to Saigon, you know, and I'm just like, really? <laughs> that, but I mean, again, I could see if you never got to do that very often, it would be kind of a thrill. But right. still, he was a little gung ho to go out and just shoot people. Right. Yeah, some definitely, definitely some knuckleheads in this. You have some numbers for us, Joe. Bruce Willis got paid five million to play this role. Yeah, which was unheard of at the time, and mm -hmm. which. Uh, it had actually received approval from Fox President Rupert Murdoch. Oh, yeah. Rupert. Good old Rupert. <laughs> so let me pull up the numbers here. That's one thing I forgot to grab. Uh-oh. Joe's okay, coming, here we go. coming back from the holiday and slipping a little. So their budget was $28 million. Opening weekend on July seventeenth, 1998 was $601,851. U.S. and Canada gross was $83 million. Worldwide gross was over $141 million. So they did pretty good. Yeah, a nice little return on investment. And then they, I know they did like comic books and some other stuff off of this. Video so. games. Yeah, video games. So they made out. Okay. Pretty neat. Okay. Here's, here's some data. Christmas. The word Christmas appears 18 times in the script. Really? Terrorist has said 51 times. <laughs> Boy, how, you know. Gun, 73 times. <laughs> how would it fly now? Yeah, did you notice anything, Dave or Joe, that didn't seem to age the best? Uh, I wasn't bothered by it. Yeah. I mean, they communicated with walkie-talkies. Which made sense. Right. Still kind of makes sense. But right. I mean, I guess you could do cell phones, but walkie-talkies reach, you know, 10, 15 different people all at once would be much better, I assume, at this point. Right. I I don't know. I can't think of any scenes that yeah, were terribly... I mean, I like when he was well, showing around the limo, and he's like, hey, look at all this. I mean, now that would be a moot point. But Now, the, the roof scene was kind of... Really? I, I kind of... I had a small eye roll on it. It was like... When they blew it up? Well, when they, that when they're trying to shoot at him, he's like, he's on the roof. He has nowhere to go. Either yeah. either totally you, you hit him or he goes over the edge and you weren't able to do either. Yeah, you can't I, circle back around while he's tying the hose to himself yeah. and jumping and shooting his way back in the window. Yeah, I'm just going, really? Yeah, they had a clear shot at him and they totally missed him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He just they had one job. Yeah. You know what I do find funny that I did like? When he shoots his way through the window and he blasts through it and he's tied to the fire hose and then of course predictably it comes unhooked at just the right time right. lets him fall in there and he's sitting there looking at the camera with big eyes and then all of a sudden you see it go by mm -hmm. you know I thought that was funny yeah. I was like there it went <laughs> hold on because you're about to go back out Yeah. now my real question is where did that door come from that he was on right ah that kind of tilted yeah. and let him put his feet on something. Yeah. 
<laughs> just a just a door laying in the floor, just where he happened to blast his way into. Anyway, interesting stuff. Well, they was renovating that room, so that's yeah, how it got there. Just a, a door, or one of the other blasts beforehand blew it there blew and it it just off. had to land. Possibly, there. yeah. There's some possibilities. I just yeah. thought it was funny, <laughs> but I, I got a kick out of him just happened to be paused on his stomach, looking right at the camera, and you see the yeah the real the hose reel go flying by, <laughs> like yep, <laughs> gonna drag him over the edge. But anyway. Some of that stuff stood out. I agree with you. The helicopter scene kind of took it a little too far. And then the the limousine driver driving into the van and punching the guy. I, don't, I, don't, I still don't understand right. that. On Christmas yeah. night, that limousine driver has nothing to do but hang out. They kind of wondered what was the point of smashing with the car that didn't knock the guy out and he had to punch him anyways. Yeah. It well, totally, I mean, you know. <laughs> totally screwed up his limo, but it seemed to be driving totally fine at the end. Yeah, yeah. Smash, but totally drive. Well, now, just you gotta think this is an '80s limo. This this is back when manufacturers yeah, still built cars true, to right? last. Yeah, <laughs> they were built out of metal. <laughs> yeah, they was just little tanks. So a little funny that part of the what's pushing the story along storyline around and the backstory basically is that uh, I mean, there's this theme of the woman goes to work and gets like a successful career, and the, the man has some trouble dealing. Because at one point he has a come to God moment. He realizes, oh man, I should have been more supportive of my wife. Yeah, should have followed her, and I shouldn't have been a. And he was upset. She head. used her maiden name. Yeah, yeah. A little possessive. Her, yeah, her. Her uh, explanation of that was a little. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a Japanese company and. Traditional. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, that's kind of crazy. But yeah. that in '88, I guess maybe this was in the zeitgeist a little bit. But Women yeah. can have careers. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes men don't deal with it too well or whatever. Well, he's a tough cop that yeah. doesn't see things that way. <clears throat> but I guess by the end they're back together. The love stories. Well, gee whiz, I mean, he only, saved, he only saved her and the entire company from just getting blown up, so... I'm pretty sure the company still got blown up. <laughs> well, not every... Well, I'm talking <laughs> about the employees. Yeah, yeah, a couple of them. Got it the hard way, but well, yeah. one one of them needed it, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. How dumb was that? My gosh, Hans Booby. Yeah. I was just like, oh my, <laughs> <laughs> little over the top there. Did you like the what was the name Al or Powell? Al the Powell. Al the Powell. Yeah. Did Did you like their dynamic? Yeah, I, I did. I found that rather entertaining. Yeah, because he played Al was very soothing and supportive and kind of like the father role. Yes. And he had that presence about him. Yeah, they struck up quite the friendship just yeah. over the radio to where they're hugging at the end. Oh, yeah. Well, gee whiz, Al was there to, to yeah. help him out and ends up getting shot at himself yeah. right from go. So they, they all had a bond there. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that role. I thought it was nice. Yeah, I think, I think the, if they would have done away with Al, like if Al never existed, it movie would may yeah. not have been as good. It wouldn't have. And then... Here, the only thing I didn't understand is how they talked on the radio sometimes by themselves and sometimes with everybody. I mean, I know you can yeah, switch channels, right, but, why but they were you? having like intimate conversations. Mm-hmm. And then other times, sometimes you know, they get caught, like, yeah, get caught listening. I'm like, why wouldn't they just, not. yeah, figure that out ahead of time and not have any conversation shared with the bad guys. Right. But anyway, I think it has a pretty poignant scene when they shoot it out and he backs over the wall. Yes. I mean, it kind of sets the tone right off the bat that this is a... They're there to kill people and they don't care and that's that's how this is going to go down. Right. So, you know, good... Good uh, preceptor of how the movie's going to roll out. Yeah. All right. Anything else we need to cover here? Are we ready to make some decisions on Justin's fate? Kick myself a little bit for this one. I really? I, I don't feel like it was that bad. I thought it was pretty freaking cheesy. It's still on the top of the deal, though. I mean, it shows at Christmas. Not good acting across the board. Really? It's a pretty terrible lines. And what was the worst line you think? Oh my gosh. Uh, or what part do you feel like was just so cheesy you couldn't stand it? Anything stand out? I mean, the fight scene between he and that blonde guy. Then I thought it was. Well, it just kind of like the the terrorists kind of up on a table, like with a gun, kind of overacting every little yeah. like, movement, and then he just 
gets shot through the table from the bottom. Like, the dude, like, he just got killed because he's, like, being a complete knucklehead. Yeah. And walking around on a table with a gun. And yeah, he could have hopped be, on the side and shot him really easy. Like, oh, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. And it's, yeah. It's just <laughs> terrible yeah. acting in some parts of it. That really, yeah. Yeah, I got you. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, man, Justin's <laughs> driving his own rating down here. Small. We don't even small. have to beat him up. Are you Joe. serious? I'm being, I'm being generous with that. I want to get a small. Birth. I want to get what? No way. Yeah. No way. I am shocked. There's no way this compares to Howard the Duck. This has my official two thumbs down. No, wow. Justin. You don't even have a hate list. Oh man. I am shocked because really? Justin, yeah. you and I are usually on pretty oh, even. Oh my. Yeah. Kill on on movies. I am I am shocked. Yeah. Well, Joe, where are you at? And explain yourself, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm teetering between overflowing medium and a large. You know why? Yeah. Explosions. Explosions <laughs> out the wazoo. You know, Justin. That's true. When when you said, "Oh, you know," and these guns shoot for like four minutes straight. Yeah. Joe's eyes literally lit up. <laughs> He's like, "They did. They did just go on and on and on with the shooting, and it was wonderful." <laughs> Cars smashing into each other. Yeah, yeah and, and, and you got that car that can take more than one shot. A rocket yeah. launcher thing. And it had a rocket launcher, yes. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the still so, my heart. A rocket launcher. So I'm going In a Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> can you believe it? <laughs> the best of both worlds, guys. I know. Joe Joe's a this is a so definitely I, a large for Joe, maybe yeah. even overflowing. No, I'm I'm going with solid large on this one. I'm just I still shocked with Justin's small rating. I, I, yeah, we diverged. Uh, Justin doesn't like the incongruencies. Uh, that gets him every time. I'm a medium. You're a medium. I'm a medium. I think you can watch it and it's fun, but I agree with Justin the incongruencies and a little bit of the silliness here and there that's just fake. I mean, I could have sworn like, I, mean, I saw him get shot with a bullet at one point. He did. In the back. And then yeah, and then he fought the blonde guy. Yeah. yeah. Just, just went away. He's, Stuff like that just kills it for me. It's I'm Chuck sorry. Norris level of uh, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> combativeness. So Dave's a medium. I'm a medium. And Justin's a small and I'm a large. Because wow. I, I agree with him. You a know, the, the premise is, you know, oh gosh. Okay, well, nice. apparently I can, apparently my short attention span just kind of overlooked that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You were like a rocket launcher. Yeah. Yeah, I got to admit the rocket launch scene was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, you know, it did look good. I yeah. will say that. It took him forever to get there. Right. And that, that personnel carrier, I don't even know what they were going to do with that thing. That that part bothers me. A, it took forever to drive there. Yeah. I mean, those guys had enough time to ride an elevator <laughs> to the northwest side of the building yeah. <laughs> and get it's set up really with a cool. rocket launcher on a stand before that thing made it to the stairway. And then okay. it just spun out on the stairs. Yeah, and then those yeah. ding-dongs spun out on the stairs and trapped themselves. Yeah. Okay, and I'm just so, like, what in the hell is going on here? Okay, so I'm going to bump mine down to overflowing medium. No Thank way. You. You're a yeah. large. No, you are a large, no. sir. We will not change our ratings based on... Keep going down. You're heading the right direction. <laughs> no. <laughs> you you got to stay your large, Joe. Hold your ground. I'm just saying... Okay. okay that I'll part was a little sketchy, but when they launched the rocket and blew that sucker up... Yeah. And then when he said, hit it again, I was like, man... <laughs> Now it's getting real. You yeah, know, you got Bruce Willis screaming, "Come on, let him get out of there!" They like hit him again, and then they hit him again. I'm like, "Heck yeah, yeah, that's bad guys being bad guys." Yeah, I mean, yeah, because what did it hurt? He could have let him back out of there, but I mean, they already took one to the stomach, right? And now you just really kick him in the gonads, right? So, I thought that part that made the movie though. I mean, yeah, it was brutal, and it showed that they were there, not messing around, and you they know, came prepared. Yeah, and what was that thing where they were like just wound him though another time? Like, well, he he wanted them to suck more, you know, it's the old set of hand grenade that blows one person up and you bring six more in, pick them off. Kind of that military mentality of you know, we're here to hurt them, not to yeah, not to mess around. And their whole thing, everything they were doing was just the means to robbing the money, right? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. We got those, those like, pieces of paper, untraffic, untrackable uh, bonds, yeah, bonds. Yeah. Yeah, so seventy-one million or whatever it was. Anyway, so There's large, medium, and small. Yeah, the time. they're like, oh, this isn't going exactly as we planned it. You know, that's when they the FBI showed up and turned the power off, and that set off the time lock, which I didn't understand. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah so I the didn't power know. goes off and a safe opens. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was kind of dumb. I thought but, really, uh, a, I'm assuming a, at least a multi million dollar, not a billion yeah, dollar corporation. With, your security better. fails when the power goes out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, like, they've been hacking into the system before that too. So. Well, he drilled through locks apparently, and then it opened, the rest yeah. of it opened. But yeah, as well as I mean, I know we're talking 1980s security, but you can't tell me <laughs> that this corporation just had that easy of a fail safe. Yeah, that's that's kind of weird. But it made it neat because it made the FBI agent look like a fool. You know, yeah, they're following the playbook. You know, and he's like, Merry Christmas. Here's your Christmas present. Yeah. I don't know, a lot of neat stuff like that, though. You know, where you're just kind of surprised by how it pans out. Because I did not see that coming. Right. You know, it's like, the FBI's going to turn the power off. Make them sweat. And then... They're just like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're like, just what we needed to have happen. Thank yep. you for playing, following the playbook. In some ways, I appreciate that they didn't make John McClane. I mean, at the end of the day, he's a New York cop. He's not some like superhero. They didn't make him totally. Yeah, he was fallible. Unrealistic. Yeah. Like he was able to just bad in his marriage and, and uh, yeah. Once. He was. I mean, he was running for his life in a lot of situations, yeah. and and he wasn't like guns blazing. He was kind of playing it smart and hiding out for the most part. Yeah, yeah, that part was nice, and then. Did you guys think anything about when he went down his list of demands and he's naming off all the terrorists that he wanted to release? I thought that was kind of a neat little deal because I'd never heard anything like that before. And I was just like, right. hmm, there's a list of people <laughs> that's being held somewhere for yeah. something. Yeah. never even thought about it. But yeah. And, and how bad is it that this guy is saying, hey, part of my demands is I want these people free. So how bad did you have to be to be considered on that list? Yeah, no, that's it's funny. I, I thought that was neat, though. You don't always hear stuff like that. No. <coughs> but anyway. Yep. All right. All right. Small, medium, and large. No, Joe's a large. Yeah. Okay. He can't. It, come on now. Joe is not going to get away with all those bullets and explosions and stuff and not come out with a large. <laughs> I mean, there could have been zero plot, and you just had the rocket launcher go off, and Joe would have been like, large. <laughs> oh, my gosh, large, for sure. <laughs> All right, so before we go any further, I'm going to change yeah. gears here real All quick. Right, change gears. And I've got a surprise for you guys. All right. Since, uh, another surprise. Another surprise. surprise. Yeah, here we are. Uh, we've made, officially made it a year. And, been a year. And I've seen these and thought immediately thought the guys need this. That's Howard the Duck, I know So, it. So, <laughs> yeah. so they're, they're the same, so you can just hand one over today. So, Which one do you want to so this may oh, be, this may make Justin's day better or worse, but considering <laughs> <laughs> Joe came here and I knew it was Howard the Duck. I knew it had to be. Is this a comic book? Yes. How do you so. even find this? eBay. <laughs> Joseph. This is beautiful. So, because <laughs> this is beautiful. So I, I got a really good deal to the point of. I told Cena, I said, I'm going to get this for the guys because they said he ever possesses anything of Howard the Duck that's going to straighten the trash can. So I thought this was cheap enough that if Dave throws it away, I'm not going to be I would not throw it away. But I, did, I am impressed it says $3.99 US on the thing. Right. How in the world did Howard the Duck get a $4 comic book? <laughs> Something very bad wrong here. Well, Joe, this is awesome. I'm Thank you. You're later. welcome. <laughs> Trapped in a world he's grown accustomed to, Howard the Duck. Yeah, I've seen that. I was hey, like, what number's yours? It's it's the same issue. Number five. Yeah. Yep. Huh. With a bonus digital edition. Yeah. So just in case you don't get enough Howard the Duck, you can get the go and get the digital copies. Well, and Joe, and that is the rest awesome. Of the story. I wish this was video so great, I could yes. show that. But. It's a great. Great. Howard kids. the Duck. <laughs> Howard the Duck will live oh, no, we in are infamy all forever. We do have. Oh. Oh, you know what time it is? Time Dave, is that? Dave's pick. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, it's officially made the shelf of fame. It has. It'll sit here in the studio forever. <laughs> That's because Dave doesn't want on his desk in his office. <laughs> well, I thought about that, but I mean, it's more fitting down here, I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. My pick. Oh, man. Well, Joe's doing Lethal Weapon, so I can take that one off my list. Well, it's on my list. I didn't know. I, yeah, I don't know okay. if I'm going to do it this turn or not. What do you guys feel like? We just got past the holidays. You want a little comedy, a little romance, a little action. What are you thinking? I'm up for anything. Up for anything? Justin, what do you think? Now, when you say action, do you mean like an actual action movie? Or... <laughs> well, that's yet to be seen. Do we follow up Die Hard with another action? Or do we want... It's winter time. I feel like we should do a winter movie. I agree. Yeah. Hmm. 
Okay, let me look at my list here briefly. Joe, do you already know your pick for next time? No. <laughs> How much crap is Justin in for this pick? But he's the only one that didn't like it. Yeah. So you're the only one that didn't like your own pick. Yeah, which I'm... Um, sh- That's again, amazing I, to me. I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, I was figuring at least a medium. Hmm. Yeah, I, I'm I mean, shocked. You, you shocked me, Justin. I'm... It's my second worst pick behind the general, I think. No way. Mad Max is way worse. Yeah. Really? Okay. The oh, first yeah. Mad Max. For well, sure. Yeah, the second Mad Max is like, I think that's what Al Qaeda Al Qaeda used for a uh, torture device. They just, just tied people to a chair right. and let their eyes open, forced their eyes open to sit and watch it. All right, all right. So we could do. I'll give you a sports movie. When's the Super Bowl? Is it close? The end of the month. I'm not a sports fan at all, so I have no idea. It's okay. End of the month. So we could do a football movie. Okay. We that, can do uh, a skiing movie. Because it's wintertime. We can do a movie that has nothing to do with any of those. We watched Thank You for Not Smoking, right? Yeah. That's what I thought. I didn't check that one off yet. All right, check. Okay. So I'll give you that. We'll do a wild card, we'll do skiing, or we'll do football. Justin, you pick, sir. I mean, skiing is appropriate for wintertime, but I kind of lean into football a little bit, but I don't know. Flip a coin? Flip a Howard the Duck? <laughs> don't tear up Howard the Duck, man. <laughs> okay, well, Joe, what? you be the tiebreaker there. So it sounds like you don't want wild card. You either want skiing or football. Oh. And football plays very little into this movie, but it is football-centered. Okay. Does skiing play heavy? Uh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, kind of. I'll say half and half. Okay, well, well, hold on. Okay, here's here's the deciding factor. Let's see if we can, if either of those movies are obtainable first. Well, tell me which way you're leaning first. One has big actors in it. One does not. Okay, what about the which one has the big actors? One is newer. One is not. Ooh. Well, let's do the big actors one. All right, draft day. Kevin draft Costner. Day. Okay. Is that older? Uh, it's older, but not terribly old. The other <clears throat> one's older. The other one's 80s. Oh, nope. Not available in this country. 2014. Yeah. And it's got uh, Jennifer Garner in it, West Virginia girl. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Just watch. Okay. Um, okay. It, draft day is only available to rent or buy. So okay. draft day is out. All right. Aspen Extreme. What? Aspen Extreme. A S P E N Extreme. Extreme, okay. Yeah. Nineteen ninety three. Melodrama sport slash sport. Okay. Um it's looking it's on it's a rent or buy as well. Man, what the heck? Back to the drawing board, Dave. Unfortunately. What about the wild card? Yeah, what was your wild the card? The wild card. Okay. Rain over me still not available, right? Rain over me? Yeah. Let me look. Wild card. Is that Cheadle? And, uh, yep. Sandler? Mm-hmm. I see. The Fear of Rain, Rain Man, Purple Rain. I'm going to say it's not even available if it's not even on the list. Look up Hot Dog, the movie. It's about skiing. Hot Dog, the movie. Yep. Before I go to my wild card again. Uh, nope, nowhere. <sighs> Alright. You can't even rent it or buy it. Really? Yeah. Hot Dog, the movie, about skiing. Yep, can't even... It's got to be out there somewhere. About ski school. Yeah. Fine. Alright. How about the wild card? I love you, man, with Paul Rudd and the guy from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Jason Siegel? Yeah, okay, it's rent only. Two ninety nine. It's a deal. Well, well that's better than what I found. I found three ninety nine. Where's two ninety nine at? 
Is that like Amazon? Because the only place I'm seeing is uh, Amazon Prime, Apple TV, YouTube, Voodoo, Google Play, Movies. Oh, jeez. Man, that was my wild card. That's a good one. What about The Guardian with Kevin Costner and Ashton Kutcher? Have you seen Chef, Dave? Yeah. yeah. I watched a little bit of it over break. Uh, nothing. It's free on Amazon. Is what it? The Guardian is? Chef. Oh. oh, Chef. You can use that as your pick. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> uh, what about... Bull Durham. Bull Baseball. How do you spell it? I don't know. Bill Durham? Or Bull. 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 B-U-L-L. Okay. And then Durham is in Durham. Free on okay, Tubi. Free on Pluto. Sweet. Bull Durham. <laughs> Durham, South Carolina, or North Carolina. I don't know which one. It's Carolinas. D-U-R. Hum. H-A-M, maybe? Okay. H-U-M. Where are you seeing... Because I'm not seeing... Bull Durham. On... Tubi or Pluto. It's there, Joe. Don't try to cheat us out of it. Oh, I'm not. I'm just. I'm not. I'm not seeing it. But let me look no, here. I don't know if it's there or not. I'm just trusting Judge Justin. Well, I don't know. Googie, Googie, <laughs> Googie. <yeah. laughs> Googie says you can watch it on Tubi. Over on the right, on when you search on Google. Oh yeah, this show. Watch free now on Pluto. All watch options. Watch free on Tubi. Come on, Joe. Okay. Okay, yeah, here it is. I found it on Tubi. Okay. All right, Bull Durham it is. All right, Bull Durham, 1988. That's the next pick. Kevin Costner. Switch, switching gears. Switching no explosions, gears. I'm guessing, on this one. Nope. <laughs> Just a little bit of comedy, a little bit of good old-fashioned American baseball. Tim Robbins is in it. All right. Yeah. From, Tim Robbins, uh, maybe? Episode... From Howard the Duck and Shawshank Redemption. Oh, okay. Yeah, Susan Sarandon. Pretty good deal. Shawshank Redemption, episode 35. Robert knows. Woolall. Go back to that one. All right. Got a pretty good cast. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Justin, again, I, I'm shocked by your rating. <laughs> I, I just can't get over that fact. Too many explosions, not enough substance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. You guys are exactly the opposite. <laughs> Joe is like, just enough explosions, just enough not substance. Yeah. Uh, but Justin, I, on, on a lot of movies, we're kind of... Parallel. Yeah. That's why it just kind of completely blindsided me. Yeah. Because my, between mine and your ratings, Dave, we kind of, we're kind of. It's, like it's kind of a scatter shot on where we yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, But just not, or yeah, a lot of parallels, but that one just. Kinda... You guys are killing me though. I'm just telling you, my ratings are rough because you can't find any of the good movies I want you to see. Yeah. <laughs> we have to okay. work something out. Yeah, yeah. So they must be real good ones if you can't find them. We're gonna have to. We're gonna <laughs> have to pony up some money to. There, there to might get... be a reason why that. No, you just got to pony up money to watch the good movies. That's all it is. We gotta start charging our listeners a fee or something. I know, aren't we making like a couple of nickels here and there? Yeah, I think we're up like three dollars. So I think we can rent one movie. All one right. Movie. <laughs> and we gotta share it. Yeah. I see. <laughs> All right. All right. Tune in next week. Bull yeah. Durham. Go ahead and watch it. It's free on Tubi and Pluto. And we got two weeks until you get the fan submission, so get yeah. your submissions in there. You know, we like the interaction. Yeah, we have a list, so we can add you to the list. Yeah, Joe mm-hmm. will tell us all about the... How do we go about doing that, Joe? Where, where do people reach out to us? Okay, you can visit our website at beentherewatchthat.com. We're on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at btwtpod. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Been there, watch that. We're on all the major podcast platforms, and all of our episodes are hosted by Anchor.fm. All right. And, Joe, thank you so much for the Howard the Duck comic book. Oh, you're book. welcome. I mean, you know how I feel about the movie, but right. this is pretty cool, actually. Well, that, that's, well, I was going for... It was more of a gag gift than anything. I was like... I like it. I was like, I seen those, I was like, you know, I know we don't do the gift thing, yeah, but yeah. I was like, you know, I seen that, and I was like... I all I teased Dave and told him I was going to get him something Howard the Duck just to drive him nuts. I was like, so this is too good to pass up, and I got it cheap enough where if he throws it away, I'm not going to be heartbroken. Yeah. Actually, I was hoping for the oh, I was I was just waiting for the complete just meltdown. no. I, I like stuff like that though, like a comic book. That's pretty cool. I don't collect comic books or anything, so that's right. why I'm kind of okay. Um, I didn't get the reaction. I'm I was astounded expecting. by it because I'm like comic book. That's pretty daggone cool. Yeah. <laughs> so I will say this is the first comic book I've ever owned. 
And it was Howard the Duck. <laughs> it was Howard the Duck. <laughs> the movie that you The movie I do not want at all. Yeah, the movie that you proclaimed should be uh, used for terrorist training. Yeah. Uh, thrown in an alley and... and yeah. And all that, yeah, but yeah. yet... But the comic book's a different deal. Yeah. <laughs> pretty cool, pretty cool. All right, well... That's a great addition to the... Been there watch that studio. The I think, yeah, the studio as a whole is... Uh, Definitely benefited, will benefit from having it here. It's yeah. pretty cool. It just a constant. Pretty cool little prop. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, good job, Joe. <laughs> well, thank you. Justin, you're still sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. All right. Well, uh, we, we're here, and uh, next week will be Bull Durham, and this was. Uh, I still can't believe a one. Well, yeah, we're uh, split on this small one. And this with Justin. Some controversy today. The, the Christmas. How can you give a Christmas movie a small? <laughs> Justin. Yeah. Anyway, all right. We'll be back next week for more, and we'll be back with Bull Durham. Get ahead of this one, watch it, and then that way you can listen to the discussion live. And uh, also, you know, get on that uh, fan submission list. That's always pretty cool to see different people's perspectives. Because yeah. by golly, we know now Joe's next week with Joe's pick is going to be in the trash can. But uh, yeah, you say that now. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I and, say that every time, and you always pull out. Some and, and there are some people out there, and I know who you are because <laughs> there are people that... out there on these fan submission sites that do nonsense like me and send like My Little Pony and stuff like that. Oh, just yeah. heads up, those don't make the list. <laughs> yeah. But they're fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they it's, entertain Joe. Yeah. What I like me is like, okay, let's just mess with people and, yeah. and just let's just add this nonsense. So I completely see why you do it, and I'm not, you know. Raking you over the coals, or because I would do the same thing. But it's like, just heads up, it will not make the list. Yeah. <laughs> well, for myself, Joe, and Justin, we've been there, we've watched that, and now we're talking about it. So we'll be back next week for another great show. <laughs>